Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History. Now, as we know in Everyday Black History, we celebrate and we have Afro appreciation for the whole African diaspora. So Africans, African Americans, Afro-Latinos are all celebrated here. And today we're going to be celebrating an Afro-Puerto Rican. Uh, a Puerto Rican brother by the name of Jose Julian Acosta, who was born February 16, 1825, and he was an Afro-Puerto Rican journalist and advocate of the abolition of slavery in Puerto Rico. Now, as mentioned, he was born February 16, 1825, in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he received his primary education from one Rafael Cordero, who, as we know, is the father of public education um, in Puerto Rico. And uh, Rafael Cordero was a major inspiration and influence on Jose Acosta's life as, you know, uh, Rafael Cordero believed that all uh, races should uh, have uh, free education whether they could afford it or not. And it's, the, and it's that influence and those teachings that remain with Jose Acosta for the rest of his life. Uh, later on, after he studied in Madrid and uh, he studied uh, physics and mathematics, uh, when he graduated in 1851, he, he also um, uh, was educated in Paris, London, and Berlin, and he brought those uh, educational experiences with him back to Puerto Rico when he returned and took a job as a professor of botany and maritime sciences. He also became the director of the Civil Institute of Secondary Education, helping to influence and teach the minds of uh, many young Puerto Ricans on the island uh, during that time. He also was the founder and editor of the newspaper El Progreso, uh, or Progress, and he collaborated with many other newspapers which were oriented, which were oriented uh, toward uh, liberalism. Now, between 1865 and 1867, he was a member of a Puerto Rican commission, um, or the uh, Overseas Reforms Informative Board, which met in uh, Madrid. Which met in Ma Madrid, excuse me. And uh, here is where he presented the argument for the abolition of slavery in Puerto Rico. And that same year, while he was in Madrid, he was made a member of the Spanish Royal Academy of History for his work and um, for his editing work uh, for um, books on history in Puerto Rico. Now, uh, after he returned to Puerto Rico after spending time in Madrid and you know uh, being educated in Madrid. Uh, Acosta, like many Puerto Ricans with liberal views, were harshly mistreated by the Spanish governor. And uh, after the revolt in 1868, the uh, Cry of Lares revolt, he was suspected of being a conspirator and was imprisoned in the dungeons um, of Fort San Felipe del Maro by General Pavia, even though he had not participated in the fair revolt, just because he knew that he had those views to abolish slavery, they threw him in jail for it. And he actually wrote a memoir, a memoir about it, um, uh, describing his experiences in prison. But uh, he became a member of the Liberal Reformist Party in 1870, and he founded the political newspaper um, El, El Progreso, as we mentioned before. And he became, uh, in 1871, he became an elected representative to the Spanish courts. And in 1873, he became the president of the Liberal Reformist Party, but left the party in 1874 and joined the Autonomist, the Autonomist Party formed uh, by his friend, Ramon Castro, who was also an abolitionist, who was also an abolitionist for slavery um, in the island of Puerto Rico. 
Now, on March 23rd, 1873, uh, he finally witnessed, Jose Acosta, Acosta finally witnessed the success of his abolitionist efforts with the proclamation of the decree for the abolition of slavery in Puerto Rico. Now, he died many years after that on August 26, 1891 in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And uh, his but his legacy continues to live on as even his great-grandson, um, Colonel Gilberto Jose, Gilberto Jose uh, he is known as the father of the San Juan Civil Defense. But it's interesting to note that, you know, all uh, members of the African diaspora, those who contributed to uh, black history and black culture, whether you're African, African-American, or Afro-Latino, all were able to see the importance of education. Most of the people who we highlight whenever I'm doing research on them, they all had a uh, they had a, an interest in educating those. So it's continuing the um, to it's continuing to move the culture forward through education. Um, and so that's one reason why we highlight and celebrate these individuals on Everyday Black History because uh, it's because of them that we are where we are today but that our culture is so rich. So, uh, Jose Acosta, we want to thank you for your contribution to history and to culture, and we salute you. So that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. Um, tune in with us tomorrow as we'll continue to talk about more, uh, more African-Americans, Africans, and Afro-Latinos who help contribute to black culture and black history and uh, bring us where we are today and be that example for us today um, uh, in, in, in the world today. So uh, stay tuned for the next episode as it'll be coming at you really soon, tomorrow perhaps, maybe in a couple of days. But stay tuned as we'll be having more people that we'll be highlighting. <laughs>